everyone, and welcome to episode 186 of the Savvy Girls podcast. This is Melanie, and I'm podcasting from, well, let's see, we started the episode, Mom and I started the episode in Alberta, and then I podcast from the Maldives, and now I'm in London about to head up to Sheffield. So, um, yeah, it's kind of podcasting from everywhere. And Mom and I, <laughs> oh dear, we are going to discuss our yarn dyeing adventures, and then I'm going to talk somewhat about travel. And I know I should have been probably making travel episodes more. I just... I I don't uh, I know I know but I did make part of this episode a travel episode and um that's it and there's a lot of podcasting coming up cuz there are yarn events coming up so sit back I guess you might as well knit if you're knitting anyway or you know you could just eat candy which is also good and enjoy the show and I say I have so much stuff to do before I leave town, Mom. I didn't expect that. <laughs> what did you expect? I didn't expect you were going to start a conversation that way. But it's the I truth. I thought it would be re- more related to the things we've been doing. Oh, it's related. All right, it's so related. You have so much. It's eleven thirty at night. Oh, is it that? Oh, it, it is. Yeah, eleven no, forty. It is eleven forty at night. My plane at- leaves at nine a.m., so we have to leave for the airport at seven, and that's cutting it close. We should really leave at six, but we're, we're not going to leave at six. We're leaving at seven. We're um, leaving at six thirty. There's a new outlet mall beside the Edmonton Airport. There is, and so which is we've stupid. Heard that. It's the dumbest idea to build a mall with the same. It's not the proximity to the airport or the fact that outlet malls mostly sell second-rate things made specifically for the outlet malls, but the fact that there's one turnoff off the highway. That, that takes you to both? That takes you to both. That serves, hmm. at the moment, that serves both the outlet mall and the airport. So okay. that's great. So we better leave at 6. People are not going to be at the outlet mall, hopefully. <laughs> I think they're going to be clamoring seven, to I get hope- in. At hopefully. It's been open for three glorious days, I guess. <laughs> I am not sorry to be missing it. However, um, the things I needed to do got got significantly longer tonight because of a little swapetition mishap. All right. So let that me start. Good, wait, that was that, a good lead-in, right? Very I'm, good. Very good. Right? Except I had another way we were going oh, to approach this. Let's try this again, then. No. No. Nope. Well, I'll, I'll keep this. To... Then we'll start again. Okay. Let's forget everything we said. Let's do it again. Ready? No. You can cut <laughs> this middle part out. But I was going to say that it's been... Um, your listeners are probably absolutely sick of hearing me talking about this is it crochet how however it's been almost two years since lightning struck the house (laughs) and we are in the middle of renovations which means i can't find anything and yet today we had to suffer the indignity of an explosion yes we did Yes, we did. Would um, you like to explain this? Okay, so... Swapetition mishap. So mom just got hardwood floors. I did. She did, and they're beautiful, and she she may have sounded a bit leery about them on last episode, with the episode know. before. They're gorgeous. She's finally coming to her senses, and they're beautiful. They're a little bit rustic And they're looking, rustic, but... Which isn't really my style, but I'm some, getting there. You don't make some less rustic? Glitter. <laughs> Sparkles. <laughs> tell the story um so melanie has 
her swap petition package already. Whoever is her partner is so lucky. They are going to get so many beautiful things all wrapped up and and labeled and ready. Yep. And, and clean. And clean. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, and today or yesterday, are we going to talk, wait, are we going to also talk about how the, your swap petition shopping? But, but, okay. I'm not talking about okay, that okay, yet. Okay. We're talking about the explosion. All right, all right. So... I thought we had tons of wrapping paper. It turns out I've got lots of different Hanukkah wrapping paper. You had other wrapping paper. I just used it. Right. All. You used it. On my package. And mm-hmm. there was one roll of beautiful gold wrapping paper. I also used some of that. <laughs> right. There, I, there is so much on that roll. So I had decided that for my swap petition partner... I wanted a jaunty, different wrapping paper. The gold isn't really spring-like for a start. It's more like we've had it for years and it's really big and heavy. Well, it's, it's wonderful it, yeah. when you get to December and you have to wrap Hanukkah gifts. If you, if you have, have presents, you have birthday presents, it's great fun. However, I wanted something different. So today, we went to the store and we bought two rolls of wrapping paper, one in a beautiful spring floral pattern and another one which was supposed to be whimsical and happy it was dogs at the beach dogs at the beach with, with sparkles, sparkles. With so many but not with so many well-placed sparkles right so and i have used sparkle wrapping paper before uh-huh. as briefly. most of us have as most of us have and and so i was under the impression that one could open the package of wrapping paper and use it to wrap presents without a disaster occurring so Took off the wrapping, took out the wrapping paper, and immediately there was a sparkle explosion. It flew through the air. All over the place. It's on her face. It's on my feet. It's on my socks. Well, they were on my socks it's until in my I took hair. them off. It's on my pants. It's on the floor. She cleaned it up. She vacuumed. She wiped the floor with a damp cloth. I used the industrial vacuum. It's still the shop there. Back. The huge 60 leader's shop back. Mom's had her floor for five minutes. I know. And now now there's sparkles on them. And no matter what we do, the sparkles are still there. It's going to be, it's on the cardboard we've covered the floor with and under the cardboard Um, and the rug and some stuff I got for Deborah's kids and my eyes. I think it's in my eyes. Luckily the bird's asleep or she would think there's sparkle bugs and try to eat them. I know. So that was the disaster. Certainly not as serious as lightning. However, I have a feeling it's going to last quite a while. Don't rub your eyes. There are sparkles on your eyebrows. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, man. And your nose. (laughs) And your cheeks. Oh. (laughs) And your shoulder. I have already written a... There's one right there. (laughs) I've already written a strongly worded letter to the company. I mean, we bought it at Winners, which is TJ Maxx, essentially, but... I, well, I wrote, it's the company's Molly and, so anyway, anyway, whatever. Stay away from, from jaunty dogs. At the beach. At the beach with sparkles. <laughs> Eyebrows. Yes. Forehead, so, cheeks, shoulder. I took it for you. At least I opened it. I, I took this. Yes, I took the sparkle I explosion. I know. So in front of me, there are. Oh. Quite a few packages. I'm sorry, I just scratched my eyebrow and sparkles fell out. Right. <laughs> okay, know. go on. I'm sorry. I'll I'll just stop. 
Yeah. So on the tables in front of me are all my, uh, not all. There are the prezzies for my swapetition partner, and we've had a lot of fun putting this together. I've had help with from Melanie. What's missing in this package are the handmade things, and that I'm going to get on to. My partner is going to get her swapetition parcel in two different two different deliveries. One will be all the stuff from here, and then the which second, she's not allowed to open. No, not allowed to open. Not allowed to open. And the second will be with the handmade things. My problem is getting anywhere near my crafting supplies because most things from the main floor of the house now are living in the bedrooms upstairs, and one of the bedrooms upstairs is my craft room. I so. did offer you these crochet pig slippers I bought somewhere. At one <laughs> That's point. quite all right. She said no. No. But okay, no, because I want to make something. Mom's package I have... is excellent, though. It's got stuff from China and that Japan. I brought, and oh, and Japan that Mom got when that she was in Japan. I bought when we were ages in Japan. ago. Stuff that I got from Europe. Stuff that she found in the house, and then yesterday we went shopping. Stuff that I bought. And stuff that, yeah. what else? There's so much stuff. Stuff that meaningful things that you got from like yes, committees yes, that you're which, shh, shh, okay. We won't talk about that and food things. Food things there always have to be. And anyway, there's so many things. It's good. I, I hope my swapetition partner enjoys this. I hope the airline will let me on with this much stuff. <laughs> Can I just say I I yes. was okay last trip. Yes. I I don't know how my bag kept getting heavier because I brought all these. Supplies, craft supplies for kids in China took up a lot of room in my bag. Plus, girls' supplies and and this and that and some clothes that I just left behind because they were falling apart. There were things kept going out of my bag and it went from 34 pounds to 50. (laughs) And energy bars. I had tons of energy bars and I ate them all and my bag kept getting heavier. So did I. We both kept getting heavier. Oh, dear. And I bought a couple things, but I did not buy, in my opinion, I did not buy. Plus, I left some stuff with Maya and some stuff, all my puppets with Eden. So, there's, I don't know how it got, but, so this trip, I swore I would not have a heavy bag. And, and yet. I'm bringing a ton of stuff for my friend Esther's baby, ton of stuff for my sister's babies, my swap, no, you're sending my swap package, your That's swap right. package, some stuff for Deborah's swap package. And why are you taking my swap package? Oh, because it's cheaper to mail from the other side of the border. That's right. And customs, I, it's easier to deal with customs in person than to by mail. There are other things. I, my, I'm hoping that these things will get out of my bag and it will be super light. So, oh, and a present package I have for a friend. Just, I have so much stuff. Oh, I still haven't figured out how to get it all in for tomorrow. Candy for Deborah. So. Oh, there was a special stop at the candy shop. We had to go to the candy shop, the ye old candy shop. I know. But this isn't why we were podcasting today, and I don't remember why. There was a reason. We were going to do a swap petition discussion. No, that isn't why. It was something about crafting. I promise. There was a reason I said we had to podcast. Something that happened yesterday. I know yesterday. what it is. I don't. You don't? I, All right. I swear I don't. I'm Close really tired. your eyes for a minute. Okay. All right. No, really. Keep okay. them closed. Okay. All right. Close your eyes for a minute. Walk, pretend you're walking through the kitchen. 
to the back. She'll close your eyes. <laughs> to the back door. You're out on the deck. You're at the top of the stairs. Oh! And you're looking at the apple tree. And what right. do you see? See, there was a reason to podcast. <laughs> and not just the apple maggots. I know there's other things. Just, you just... don't see them at this season. Anyway, um, can you tell the story? People like when you talk better. They I'm do. Boring. I can... Yeah, but people like that. <laughs> I'm glad you agree that I'm boring. No, mom. Okay. okay. So, what did mom and I do? We had a okay, special no, mother-daughter first, activity. We had a wonderful activity. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. First of all, it didn't start here in Saint Albert. It started in. Leeds. In Leeds. So, okay, I was in Leeds, and I was with Maya and Allie, and we ended up, uh, we ended up, they had a, not the Leeds knitting fair that I talk about at Armley Mills. I'm, I, I am going to that in June, but there was another Leeds yarn festival, and we went, and um, at that point, I did not have a lot of money with me. I think I had five pounds left. So anyway, well, it was sad, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I had to buy chips and tea and stuff. And then, I, yeah, a good thing my Airbnb had spaghetti um, in a different city across the country the next day. But anyway, so I was like, look, you can get pretty... You're going to make me cry. I was like, you can get pretty far with just a couple pounds. I'm good. I got this. I'm, I got this. But then we found yarn on sale. And it was a pound fifty per skein. So I bought four skeins of yarn. I spent basically like all my money on yarn. It was worth it. And we dyed it. We did. This was raw. Um, um, some was BFL from Yorkshire. Some was Dorset from Yorkshire. And some was Merino from Falklands. Whoever owns that now. There's, that's been Is it still the British? about that. I think it's still the British. Argentina. No, the British just showed up one day and took it over. Anyways. That's I know, whole... I'm serious. That happened. I know. It's so... not just like Gilbert Sullivan. It's it's the whole, yeah. Anyway, so um, I had this yarn. And I, we, I brought it home and I said, so mom, you know, here's some yarn for my swap package and your swap package. And, and do you want to, um, do you want to. Let's dye it. Well, I said we could dye it or we could just give it natural. Right. And so we went down to the local yarn shop, Mm -hmm. L-Y-S, and bought some some dye Mm -hmm. and brought it home. And we picked the really pretty... We asked for their advice. Yes. And they sold us yarn, uh, uh, the dye. Mm -hmm. And we... Used we 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 tied the yarn. We tied string around we the yarn. Read the instructions. We read the instructions. We took it outside mm-hmm. so it wouldn't splash on my brand new hardwood pail. Splash on my thumb. But okay. And we were outside and we dyed the yarn. And guess what? The only yarn the yarn st- the only dye that the yarn store s- sold was fabric dye. It was not meant for yarn. Wool. Wool. It was not meant for wool. Yep. So instead of dyeing a lovely deep color, it dyed uh, the first the first skein that went in. My my mm-hmm. first skein that went in um, turned out quite nice. But I mean, I did what they said. It was a cold. It's a coldish water dye. So I did that, and I added the vinegar, and I soaked it, and then I added salt because it said to add salt. And then I thought, okay, it's not working. I'll just put it on the stove and heat it up. 
So I did that. I mean, I really, I did everything anyway and more. Did anything you're supposed to do with any kind of dye and yet it did not stick. So we hung it out on the tree and then the next day we were looking at it and mom thought, hmm, what did I think? You thought, Ooh. oh, well, well, one of them was okay. My first one was okay, but the other ones were a little bit insipid, insipid, a mm-hmm. little bit, a little bit sad looking. Considering they were all in the same pot at the same time. There were four very different colors. Different fibers dyed really differently. Yeah, they did. Um, And so we went to the local fabric store and we found... The same brand, but actually to dye wool. Right. And hot water dye. Right. And so we tied up the yarn and we tied it into knots and then tied string around it so it would be tie-dyed and used various methods of some t- with one of them you dipped in the ends and mm-hmm. with another one you tied it up all crazy like and then threw the whole thing in and over dyed it and um anyways they turned out to be beautiful. And they're each completely different. Completely different. We bought purple and blue the second time around. So the first was supposed to be a deep blue, and it didn't work. Navy. It came out it was supposed to be navy. It, it came out, out light um, green. Turquoise? The first one. The first one turned out was supposed to be turquoise. And it turned out to be from the first... Like batch? the first one from the first store. Yeah. was supposed to be turquoise. Um, my first skein turned out turquoise with... Of course, the cream color of the natural yarn showing light, through. light turquoise, yeah, light, and then all of the other ones were pretty light and very green. Yeah, it's as if the blue just all got used up. Yeah, and it was all just green. So, and we kept it in all those things people yeah. suggest. We did everything. Yeah, we did it all. Anyways, and then we, when we used the other dye, we had so much fun. And we had a blue, we had navy blue, and we had a purple that looked lighter than it actually came out, which oh, is fine with me. Oh, it's beautiful. And they're beautiful. I know, it was so exciting. And so, when you were standing on the deck, in your imagination, looking down the stairs at the apple tree, what did you see? I saw four skeins of yarn, beautiful colors, each one different and original, shining in the sunshine, waving gently back and forth and getting caught on the branches <laughs> so much and pigeons came over to look at them but did not take them away that's right and so and colette came out and helped she tweeted along in her cage in her cage and so my dear swap partner you will be getting one of these skeins of yarn and hers is bfl ah. it's a bfl one so okay I'll there you go that in. so the packages are wrapped I have yet to write a note. It's almost midnight. It is basically midnight now. And I need to write a note to go with all these packages. And then we need to get some sleep before the morning. What do you need to do before you have to bed? I need to wash off the sparkles. Mm, there's sparkles. Yeah, I'm getting kind of itchy because of them in my hair. So I'm just going to... All I did, people, was open a bag of wrapping paper. It's not like I rolled in it. Yet. Yet. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to wash that, and then I have to, a couple more things I need to get ready, and the bird has gone to sleep. Look she her, she's asleep. on one foot. She's on her perch on one foot. Isn't she cute? She's so cute. 
I think you really like your bird. She's your bird too, though. I know. Well, I Just say the cutest thing she's done today, and then I'll go. We'll go get to work. Uh, I was checking my email. I was lying on the couch, and she kept uh, landing on my computer, watching my screen, trying to help me type. And then she would hop around and crawl up my slippery pants, sit on my ankles, and then kind of slide down my legs <laughs> trying to go back to the computer. So I would think that would have been the funniest thing she did. The funniest thing she did with me is we went upstairs and we had a little nap. And she started on my pillow, and then she kind of came into my hair and rolled around. And then she was at the bottom of my back hopping in circles and fell asleep there. You can just you can feel it gets super hot and fluffy. So she was at the... On the small of my back sleeping, and then she came up to sleep near my on my shoulder, and she actually rested against my cheek. So cute! So she's the best bird. People should just come hang out with her. I know. I anyway, know. well, good night, Miss Wade. And Mom will be back on the podcast in June. I will be. And you'll have lots of yarn adventures. Uh, I hope so. I'm looking forward to starting my project. I've chosen the project for my. Swap partner or yeah. two. I've got, I've got two in mind for sure. Possibly so, three. Yay! Yes. So talk to you soon, Mum. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Please tell me, tell a stranger, by curiosity goaded, is there really any danger that love is now outmoded? I'm interested, especially in knowing why you waste it. True romance is so fleshly, with what have you replaced it? What is your latest foible? Is Jinrami more exquisite? Is skiing more enjoyable? For heaven's sake, what is it? Hello everyone, this is Melanie and I am podcasting right now from the Maldives, which in case you're wondering, is very far from my bird. Really far. You know, I kind of wonder how far it actually is. I would guess about 7,000 miles. It's That's a lot of miles, right? Anyway, so here I am on literally the other side of the world. Uh, the Maldives is, as, as far as I know, they are just south of India, not exactly sure where I am in the Maldives because it's a series of about a thousand islands, I think, and some are further north, some are further south. I don't know where I am. Good question. I should look it up. And I have been here for five days. It may look like a vacation and parts of it may feel like a vacation, but it's actually a work trip, not a performing thing. But Another thing I do I can't really talk about that makes money for my projects and my CDs and no, I am not a lady gigolo, although I'd probably end up here if I were, but no. So anyway, I am here. I've been to two different resorts. Interestingly enough, these are not resorts that cater to North American travelers, Canadian or American, and that's what makes this really interesting because... I haven't been to a lot of resorts. The resort thing isn't really my thing. But the one I did go to in the Dominican Republic, there were a lot of Canadians there. But so these two resorts, one, I can see it. It's about half a kilometer away over there on an island, the entire island. And then there's this one on a different, smaller island. So the first resort caters to Chinese and Russian travelers for the most part, which two very different places but the food reflects that there were there were Russian salads and and a lot of Asian food and Southeast Asian food too. I think they get a lot of people from India coming also. 
and a lot of the workers there are from Bangladesh. So that's sort of the general, where people are from at that one. So this one, a five-minute boat ride away and owned by the same company, largely has German guests. It seems to be 95% people from Germany, and a lot of the staff here are actually from the Maldives. So although these two resorts are owned by the same company, the other one's shinier and there's a lot of upselling. People are trying to get people to buy boat trips and fishing trips. This one is just kind of like a bunch of bunch of huts in the jungle. Yep. So um, it's been interesting. It has. Uh, mosquitoes love me. Mosquitoes, no one else may love me, but mosquitoes do. So I am covered in bites. I, I had a massage. Again, it was part of the work. I got a massage at each place. Your work is hard, right? Um, and the first one, it's in the jungle because these islands, they take maybe five minutes to walk from from one side to the other and maybe at least the smaller one is maybe 40 minutes to walk from one end to the other maybe less and um the middle is jungle the outside is a beach and ocean and mosquitoes the jungle part is covered with mosquitoes which is weird if you think about it because where did all actually all of the animals on these islands where did they come from and as far as I can see, there aren't a lot of different kind of animals. And this is something I noted as being really interesting. There, there are mosquitoes, yes. There are different kind of crabs. There are big crabs, kind of weird-looking grayish crabs. And then these ghost crabs that kind of dance around really quickly, and they look like little ghosts. So there, there are crabs. There are a couple kinds of lizards, including a lizard with a bright, a bright sort of burnished maroon tail, which is kind of weird. So there are the lizards, mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no fuzzy, cuddly animals at all, at all, here. No monkeys. Kind of surprised there are no monkeys, but no. Uh, the birds, birds are limited here. First, there are the day bats, which are giant bats that come out during the day. I guess technically those are mammals. They're those are the the animals on the island. So there are the day bats. There are black crows, like giant black crows with gray heads. There's another bird that I have heard more than seen, and I think it's a blackbird with white spots. And it makes this beautiful sort of sound. And one, two, three. There are no songbirds on the island at all. And then there are the not chickens, which are, they run around like chickens a little, but they're not chickens. And they have a couple red feathers and and, and gray and white and black feathers. And they, they spend a lot of time screaming at each other. Like they yell really loudly and they chase each other down the path. And what makes them different from other birds I've seen is that they don't hop, they run. I mean, they run, their legs go back really far. I mean, it, it looks like a cartoon bird running, and they're actually pretty hilarious looking, and they make the most spine-chilling tweets when they're angry. So anyway, those are the birds of this part of the Maldives. No butterflies either. The flowers are typical typical flowers, the bougainvillea and other flowers i do not know the names of them but they're those those ones you see when you think of someone tropical with a flower in their hair those flowers and uh mosquitoes and yeah you know i've had the air conditioning off because it's 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 a bit chilly it's like 27 degrees it's a bit chilly tonight and i and it smells like mold and rot in this place so this is definitely an older building the other one was not not older. And uh, it was sunny for a day, and the rest of this trip has been rainy and windy on and off. Today has been on the entire day. 
And um, when you, there's nothing else to do really at this at this particular resort except walk around and get bitten by mosquitoes, go for massages and get bitten by mosquitoes. And also they're expensive uh, if you're actually paying for them. And um, you know, hang out in your your somewhat mildewy hut, making sweet love under the Indian Ocean stars. Unfortunately, I'm here alone. So yeah, I've been reading and <laughs> memorizing this summer's show and such. Um, what else? I don't know what else there is to tell. Honestly, the Maldives is pretty are pretty cool. And yes, it's incredibly far. I mean, it's a it's an eleven hour flight from Sri Lanka to London. It's about an hour and a half to get. From, okay, no, so. To London is eight and a half or ten and a half hours, depending where you are in North America. Maybe six if you're in New York. So there's several hours to get, say, to London. Then it is eleven and a half hours to get to Colombo, Sri Lanka, and then it's an hour and a bit to get from Sri Lanka to Mali, and then you have to take a private flight from Mali to whatever island you're on, the closest airport, and then a boat ride from the airport to the island. My routing was a bit different. I went um, New York. Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, Colombo, Colombo, Mali, Mali, whatever island is over there with the airport and then a ride over here. So it's a big, big trip. Um, Abu Dhabi was amazing. It was really cool. It's sort of, it's, it's beside Dubai. It's, it's one of the United Arab Emirates. There are several Emirates, I learned. And I showed up just when Ramadan started. So things were a little quiet during the day. And restaurants opened at about 7. And I, I, I went to a restaurant at 7. Things were just starting. And... And then I had to run for a plane. So I, I didn't get to see a lot of it. But I saw their giant mall, which is open to 2 a.m. during Ramadan. And a friend of mine married someone who lives in, in Dubai. So she picked me up from the airport. She's an acrobat from um, Kalamazoo. And we hung out, so which was kind of fun to just, you know, show up in Abu Dhabi, hang out with a friend, drive around. The mosque was closed for, I guess, non non-locals because it is Ramadan. So it's a really cool mosque. I really wanted to see it, but next time. And didn't see much in, in Colombo, just the airport, which there's about a dozen stores that sell tea. I didn't know Sri Lankan tea was a thing. Probably everyone else does, but I did not know this. And here I am. And tomorrow I fly to Sri Lanka again, I wish I could see it, but to Colombo and then to London, Heathrow, and I get in at eight at night and I have a hotel booked near the airport and oh gosh, I'm already tired. <laughs> okay, I have a hotel booked near the airport. I leave here at 3.30 in the morning, by the way. Get in at eight at night, hotel near the airport, and then the next day I take a train up to Sheffield where I am working, same as here, but it's in Sheffield, UK, is my next stop. And then after that, I go to Leeds to to work on Carmen, the show I'm doing this summer with the other performer. And also their yarn festival. I'm singing at their yarn festival on June 2nd. So things, things and such. So much to do. I did bring knitting for the trip. I, I wanted to design a shawl. I had this whole plan... As in, I was going to design a shawl. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just gonna get knitting. You know, it's hard. Knitting is arduous enough. So I started knitting on the Blue Bonnets Forever shawl by Carissa. Design the Wonder Woman shawl. Browning. Carissa Browning, who, by the way, is lovely. I met her in Texas. She's just lovely. And this shawl is beautiful. I love the one that I did. I knit. 
I matched, I tested it for her, as I'm sure you've heard on about a million episodes, and I love it. And so I'm knitting another one out of, okay, I know this. Here's yarn, yarn content, people. Um, I'm knitting it out of a yarn that Savvy Mom bought me at this Edmonton yarn event that was kind of expensive considering, and it's very green, and it was, what's it called? Wooly, Wooly Well? Wacky Wool? Wacky, it was called like Wacky Well or Wacky Wool or something, but then I looked it up and the account had been disabled and it, I couldn't find anything about it, so I don't know if this company still exists. Wacky, something wacky. Anyway, it's it's a nice it's a nice ball of yarn. I'm really actually quite sad if this if this person doesn't exist because I wanted to show her, you know, how much I like her yarn. And the other, um, it's green. It's, okay, this is it's sort of a virulent shade of green, and I thought I would temper it and sort of frame it in in one of the colors because the green is speckled with sort of a bit tiny bit of blue, teeny bit of red that I didn't even notice until someone in the yarn store pointed it out, and then this kind of muddy purple, like muddled. If you were going to take grapes and muddle them in a beverage, it looks like that. And I went to the Maison Tricote, the, I guess when I'm in Montreal, it's my local yarn store and they have cakes. It's actually really, it's a really cool store. Go to Montreal, go there. If you have to knit, you might as well knit stuff from there. And their yarn, it's not cheap, but it's, it's pretty and they're really nice. And they're, they're French from France and they live in Quebec. Anyway, so I was, I was buying stitch markers. No, I had stitch markers. I was getting my ball of yarn rolled. And by the way, a lot of stores don't do that. It is surprisingly hard sometimes to get your yarn rolled into a ball. Anyway, they do it for something like $2 Canadian. So I was in the store getting it done. And I sort of mentioned that I didn't know what I was going to knit. And I, I might need to buy a secondary ball. And uh, the salesperson there... Just she walked over to a shelf, picked up the perfect ball of yarn, which of course was crazy expensive, and she she said, "Look, it matches exactly what you want. It's meant to be. How can you argue with meant to be?" So I bought the yarn, and it's Riverside yarn. It's it's their nicer yarn, I think. I think it has silk in it because it feel I, I could check, I guess. But it's Riverside, which is made in Wakefield, one of my favorite places in the world, in Quebec. And so, yeah, so that that's what I'm doing. I still haven't quite figured out when to switch colors or when to switch back. But I'm and, and I want it to be a bigger shawl. So I, I'm going to play a bit with the pattern, maybe add or we'll see, you know, add some stuff, take away some stuff, change it a bit, mess it up. Ugh, who knows? So, yeah, I, I'm doing that knitting and I'm kind of I kind of, on my way here. I was working the whole way on on this report thing I had to get done and. I, I just, I was sort of running against the clock is that I had to have this thing done and in when I hit Sri Lanka, when I hit the airport in Sri Lanka. So it took five hours. I had been up the, most of the night before doing it. I, on the airplane, I worked for five hours. Okay, it was done. And then my bloody computer, I, it was an online form. I was, figure, I was filling out offline and my computer went down to 9% battery because they're plugs on the airplane the power was intermittent as in it wasn't coming out when I needed it so I, I was rushing I was like okay quick 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 we have to figure out somewhere to plug it before it turns itself off because putting it in sleep mode when it's that low it still bleeds my my, my computer's having issues anyway so long story short it turned itself off 
I had to redo most of the work. It was the entire flight. It just, ugh. The point is, um, point is, I actually can sit on the airplane and, you know, not be working my butt off the entire time for once. Because every flight, every long flight recently has been me scrambling to finish a report or a project or a grant application. And I thought I would watch a movie and knit. Except I'm not 100% sure. In fact, I'm mostly sure I will not be allowed on with the needles. So I have to figure out a way to get these needles on a plane. Yeah, I, they kind of waved them past on the way here. I, yeah, I'm going to maybe collect some tears and be ready. You know, just be ready. Because as much as I maybe I'm not the giantest fan of knitting, I do kind of want to work on this shawl on the plane. My little fingers are ready, so... Yeah, we will see. We will see what happens with that. Um, let's see. Feel like I should talk about something else. Um Summer's coming, which means travel. <laughs> Yikes, I can't believe I'm talking about that now. But um, I guess I could talk about where I'm going to be. So after, let's see, okay, so I, I said I'm going to Sheffield, and then Leeds, and then Amsterdam for two days. And again, that's a, a work, non-singing work thing. To, again, to make money for the CD and make money for, for actually postcards I need printed and, and things I need doing. So Amsterdam for two days, and then... Um, back to Leeds and then to London and then to Cranley, which is south of London. I'm performing twice there. And then I rush, rush, rush to Ottawa, Canada, where Deborah lives and where I'm performing at a festival for a week. And then I go back to Savvy Mom in Edmonton, basically do laundry, memorize any last minute script bits that need memorizing. And then a week and a half later, I kiss my baby bird goodbye and go on tour to Regina and Winnipeg and then Edinburgh. And that takes me to September. So yeah, there's that. Hopefully there will be adventures. There will definitely be podcasting and things will happen. The soldier came knocking upon the queen's door. He said, I am not fighting for you anymore. The queen knew she'd seen his face someplace before, and slowly she let him inside. He said, I've watched your palace up here on the hill, and I've wondered who's the woman for whom we all kill. But I'm leaving tomorrow, and you can do what you will. Only first I am asking you why. Down the long, narrow hall he was led into her room with her tapestries of red. She never once took the crown from her head. She asked him in to sit down. Here I am in Heathrow. Well, technically at the Heathrow airport. I'm not actually in any of the, the towns surrounding the airport. I got in last night at about 9 o'clock from the Maldives via Colombo, Sri Lanka. And I'm heading out soon to grab the tube into London and then take the train up to Sheffield. And I will podcast about all of that 
uh, next next time, I suppose. I should mention, though, ne- possibly before next time is the Leeds Armley Mills Knitting Festival. I will be singing at that. Yay! So if you're up in Armley Mills, up in Leeds, on the 2nd of June, that is happening. And I'm also singing in Cranley on June 9th. I'm doing the Vera Lynn Show, and I'm doing Jazz Cat. Hopefully, my puppets are up in Leeds, if they are still up there. Otherwise, um, that would be a disaster. Anyway, the flight back was interesting. I managed, I actually changed seats three times, so maybe that's kind of awful. The first time, the seats were tiny. And I guess, I guess I was thinking of Thai, uh, Thai, Thailand Airways, Thai Airways, or, um, which I have flown a few times. Or no, was it Singapore Airways? Either of them. No, it was Singapore Air, wonderful airline. I was thinking of that, and I, or I was thinking of um, Emirates, which I've never flown, but I've heard is great. So I figured, you know, Cyrillic, it's basically the same thing. Not the same thing. It has won a bunch of awards for being the best airline. So um, it's not awful, but it was definitely an older plane. The seats were not in great condition. My headrest was broken. The seats, the, the pads of the seats were not always on completely on the seats oh it was just it was an older aircraft the the outfits the saris that the flight attendants wear are gorgeous they're peacock colored and they have a peacock pattern and they're they're revealing i mean they're not revealing in a sexy way i mean kind of sometimes but they're revealing in a in a sari way and i love it I just, I love that everyone just looks so comfortable in them and it's breezy because your midriff is showing. And yes, there are flight attendants of all sizes and everyone's wearing this and it's lovely. But I got on the plane and I was, I was crammed in with this guy beside me and I thought, you know, it's an, it's an 11 hour flight. Maybe, maybe I'll just move. So I got permission to move to a group of four seats and it was me, an empty seat and two ladies from Britain, which was fine, except there were these two babies directly behind me toddlers and they were they were disruptive the there were a lot of babies this was like the flight of babies but these two these two they were probably twins and yes deborah has twins but you know what still annoying on a flight and yes i know a bunch of you have babies and it's hard to fly with them but it's still bloody annoying on a flight so these two kids started fussing from the minute the minute they got off the plane and i thought no no so when we took off, I went a little further back and found a group of two seats by the window, and I, I smushed myself in there. There was a little less leg room, but that's okay, because I had two seats, and I went on with the flight. These babies, they were probably about a year and a half. They went from crying and screaming to whining to, to singing, and I know the joy of children singing is something to be embraced by us all. Not on an airplane, not for hours and hours of tuneless infant singing. And then the guy, the the earphones were kind of crappy that they gave out. And the guy across the aisle was listening to, you know, when you, you listen to a Bollywood movie and you think, wow, this music is awful. It was that music for hours. And you could hear it across the aisle through his earphones. And I just, ugh. And they ran out of vegetarian meals. But um, I'm pretty good at getting vegetarian meals even when they run out because there's there's always something they can do, by the way. So I wasn't even all that far back, but I mean, the vegetarian food is delicious. It was a curry. And so by the time they got to me and they said, you know, we're sorry that we don't have that anymore. I was just 
which just looks so sad, I think, that, um, and I explained, I have a bird, and I can't eat meat, it doesn't seem fair to my bird, and they, you know, yes, they think you're crazy, but they also, this has happened a few times, walked to first class and got a vegetarian meal from first class, and then, um, partway through, actually, I was watching a movie, and the flight attendant brought over a comment card and basically asked me to fill it out, and I wrote this, like, really glowing comment, so when it came time to the second meal service, they also are not a vegetarian food, but he put one aside for me. So yeah, it was kind of like how to manage that flight so it was pleasant. But overall, it was fine. And here I am in the UK. And um, before I, I end this podcast, before I head up to Sheffield, I'm doing this one more time. So first off, thank you to the listeners who have donated, who have contributed to my CD campaign. I feel super awkward even asking people for money for this. But number one, it's a thing we do, it seems, this crowdfunding thing. And second, it's just like pre-ordering a CD. So if you're going to buy it later, just buy it now. Yay! Um, And also, you know, if you buy it now, it actually helps me finish the CD because, oh my gosh, I'm so poor. I have put all the money I have into A, the CD, B, the shows I'm producing this summer. No, that's about it. Um, yeah, I have like, I have no money. It's, I, I would be sad about it, but you know what? I, I think everything's going to go really well this summer and then, and hopefully with the CD and I'll have money again. But this is really a case of, of throwing any money you can get at, at your hands on at these projects. And because that's how it works, unfortunately, or fortunately in, in the arts, so if anyone first oh first off so many listeners have actually contributed and it's so nice of you thank you like I'm gonna thank each of you personally when I have five seconds to actually do it right but thank you it's you don't even understand how chirking that actually is it's just the nicest thing but if you still feel like doing it the campaign ends at the end of this month so there's only a few days left and um I'll put I'll put the notes in the podcast notes. I'll put the link and I'll put the link up on Facebook again. But basically, it's on Indiegogo, and you, you just I mean five dollars, ten dollars, a thousand dollars. You know, just if you feel like throwing some money at a nice girl who's been podcasting for ten, eight, eight years, still a lot of years, feels like ten, but who has spent hours and days and weeks of of time making this podcast happen and who honestly this cd is it's gonna be amazing i'm not even kidding it's it is the best creative thing that i've ever done and this is why i am not even ashamed to ask for money to finish it because it's worth it so anyway um i'm calling it highway rhapsody so if you go to indiegogo either look melanie gall up or highway rhapsodies i don't know that that's gonna be the final title I can think of something better, I will. But for now, that that's what I'm working with. And yeah, a couple more days. If anyone, I mean, it's just, it would be the nicest thing ever if I could hit the goal. If I don't, that's also, you know, it's okay. It still is incredibly helpful. But I'm I'm getting there. You know, if a few more people pre-order CDs, a few, few and then a few more people, I, I think I could make it. So first, thank you. And second, please give me money. <laughs> Okay. Um, All right. So anyway, I gotta go. I have to catch a train. But there will be lots of podcasting this week at the Yarn Festival in Armley with the knitters I know. And I'm going to hopefully pick up a couple podcast prizes there also for Swapetition and for other things because we haven't had a proper contest for a while. So it's time. It's time to get on that. Okay. 
So I'm going to pack and at least it's not raining. And here I go. Here I go up to Sheffield where someone else I met online has a tame sparrow. And that, that is a story for another podcast. So, all right. Talk to you later, guys. Kittens good for everyone, and that is why we sing this kitten song. With kitten one pearl two, what's a doozer gonna do with a gall? Darn, ball yarn, and stitch three, drop four, pitch that kitten out the door right now. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to episode 100 and... Now I forget the episode. This is the worst podcasting ever. 186 of the Savvy Girls podcast. If you'd like to reach us, I, um, me, I am Savvy Girl Melanie, and I'm at melanie at savvygirls.ca. I have a webpage, melaniegall.com. I am on Facebook and Twitter and all of those things. Twitter is Savvy Girls PCAST, as well as Melanie Presents. I'm on Instagram under Melanie Presents, I think. It might be Melanie G Presents. Anyway, next episode, I'm going to be talking more about the summer plans and about... I'll be in Leeds, so there'll definitely be interviews from some of our favorite Leeds people. And that's all. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. And um, until next time, tend to your knitting, kitten.